This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Are you listening to this podcast and you're getting ready for week one and you don't have a place to place your bets? Well, guys, I have a solution for you. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest place to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get in the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on my lovely, amazing friend and producer, Connor Miles. Welcome on to the show, man. Love being here, love producing the show. It's a great show. Uh, you do phenomenal work, Gio. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. Once again, we have you on, and uh, I have not had you on since the new season, so I'm super excited to have you on. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Tomorrow, we have a Birds game. Uh, this is dropping on the day of the Birds game against Washington. But, guys, it's going to be a great game. Connor, my first question to you is, Jalen Hurts comes out of halftime with a knee brace on last game. Do you think that's going to affect him at all this game? And you think that's going to limit the tush push? I don't think it will limit the tush push, but it's definitely been affecting him. I don't care what he says. I know what he's been saying to the media, and I know what he's been saying in his press conferences, but uh, it's clearly affecting him. I mean, I don't know if you remember this, Gio. Against the uh, against the Dolphins last week, he's he's starting to run and he he's heading towards out of bounds and he looks gimpy on that run. Uh, he still gets us to the first down, but Van Ginkle gets him late and hits him out of bounds. But he just looked gimpy on that run and looked lame. Um, I think that the knee's going to affect him the whole entire season long. But uh, I just don't think I don't think it matters. I just don't think it matters with him. He can overcome all that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Anthony Richardson uh, is out for the season for an AC shoulder sprain. Jalen Hurts had the same injury against Chicago last year and threw a dart down the field to A.J. Brown still. Same exact injury, missed two games, threw a dot down the field to A.J. Brown to put his team in position to beat the Bears. Uh, this man can defy injuries. He's proven it time and time and again, and it's not going to limit the touch push because the Eagles are just too successful on it. Uh, he'll be fine. I'm not too concerned yet. The only thing I'm concerned about is that this is his third year as an Eagle starter, and he's banged up again. In each season, he's been a starter. He's been banged up during it. So uh, you have, you definitely don't like that part. You definitely want to keep your mouth on the field. You want to keep him 100% Jalen Hurts because he's the best when he's at 100%. But uh, no matter what, the Eagles are going to be fine, and they're going to be positioned to win as long as number one's back there. 100%. I think that this is going to be a DeAndre Swift type of game, though. With that knee injury, I think that – DeAndre Swift is going to have a game. And when you give a guy like him the ball, he's going to carry it, and he's going to carry it well. Um, So my next question for you is, um, how can the Eagles change from having such a close game against the Commanders 
to this game? Well, last year when they went to Washington, you know, Carson Wentz was the quarterback and they sacked him nine times. And Washington still has the same offensive line problems. Now, when you played him last time in Philadelphia, you didn't really get home enough uh, for our liking, but that's because Sam Howell was taking away the pass rushers ability to do so by doing the quick the quick passes. Um, I think that's going to change a little bit, and the reason being is because Kevin Byard's a Philadelphia Eagle. They just made that trade for the All Pro safety Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the one thing that Ed and I always talk about on my show, Eagles Unfiltered, is how much they missed Chauncey Gardner's interceptions last year. How much it solidified the secondary by having that threat back there that can take the ball away at any time. Uh, now they finally got that in Kevin Byard. And when you play against a Washington team that's given up uh, 70 sacks already, I mean, excuse me, 40 sacks already into the season, and you have the pass rush that the Eagles have, and you have that back-end safety help that the Eagles have been desperately needing all year for the secondary, uh, it looks looks promising for the Eagles' defense. It really does. I think there's one guy that the, on the Eagles' defense that you don't always talk about. It's always You always hear about Hassan Reddick. You always hear about Jalen Carter. You hear about Fletcher Cox. You don't hear enough about Josh Sweat. And Josh Sweat's having a crazy, crazy good year, tied with the team lead with Hassan Reddick at five and a half sacks. I think he's going to be a monster in this game against Washington. I think you're going to hear his name a lot called and uh, wreak havoc on Sam Howell and force him into some passes that lead to turnovers. Because that's what the Eagles really need, Gio. I mean... That's what the thing they're missing this year, and they got it against Miami with uh, slight picked off Tua, but they haven't really had the, the interceptions or turnovers. So uh, that's what they really need, and I think they're going to get them against Sam Howe. I think they get at least two interceptions against them. A hundred percent. You actually kind of just went into my next question. My next question was, what are your expectations with the defense tomorrow now that they have Kevin Byard? Yeah, I mean, that's really – look, that's the problem this defense has had. They've been very good. Their bend, don't break mentality has worked. They're physical, but they haven't been getting the turnovers. And now that I think they added Kevin Byer to the fold, you, you just gave yourself a possibility to create more turnovers. And if this defense can create more turnovers, they will be the best defensive unit in the league. Like, hands down. I'm not even kidding. It's not a joke. I'm being serious. Like, because the 49ers are wheeling with that in their secondary. Uh, and then the, the Chiefs aren't the best defensive-wise either as well. Uh, the Ravens have a good defense, but they don't have a good secondary. You're looking at these top contenders in this team in the AFC and the NFC, and uh, the Eagles defense will blow them out of the water if Kevin Byer comes in and beats the player they think he can be. So uh, my, my expectations are at all-time high for this defense. They need to get after Sam Howell. They need to sack him and get him under pressure so they can lead to his turnovers, and I believe they will. Uh, it's going to be, we'll say, it's going to be a little tougher task this week because it looks like Jordan Davis is not going to play uh, on, on this game. So that's going to be tough because he's been – unsung MVP of this defense this year with the way that he eats space and the way that they're so uh, stout against the run. It's really because of Jordan Davis. He's the engineer to behind that. So it's going to be tough missing him against Brian Robertson and Antonio Gibson. But uh, again, I again, this offensive line that Washington has has just been wheeling and uh, they've been up so much pressure and so many sacks. So I think they're going to be fine uh, getting after Sam Howell and causing some turnovers. 100%. Um, so I know that we've talked about a lot of different trade opportunities that Howie Roseman could do. Obviously, with this Kevin Byard trade, he showed that he's not anywhere close to making deals uh, before the trade deadline. So what are some trades that you'd like to see from Howie? I'd like to see your boy Kenny Moore come to Philadelphia. I'm not going to lie. I uh, knew you were say that one. I knew Avante Maddox, I think, I think Avante Maddox played his last game as a deagle before he got hurt. I know they have Isaiah Rogers Sr. stashed and waiting to go in the future. Eli Ricks looked promising in Miami, but I don't think you can go off that small sample size and make a, a fair judgment for the rest of the year. 
And Bradley Roby is banged up, and yes, he played well when he when he was in there. But he, again, he's an older veteran that I don't know if you can really rely on at this point. So I would love to sure up that nickel position. I don't know that they do it though. I think Kenny Moore's price tag is going to be a little too high for how he's asking. I think they're going to look at into linebacker position really, try to bring a linebacker in here because you know Jacoby Dean's been banged up. Morrow's been solid when he's filled in. Zach Cunningham has been playing at you know in a, a replaceable level, but still steady as well. But they can add another guy to that mix. But the injuries and the inconsistent play there, they could add another guy to that mix for sure. And Josie Jewell of the Broncos is a name that's been, I probably butchered his name, but that's a name that they've been looking into a lot. Uh, Kenneth Murray of the Chargers, maybe. I know a lot of people want to see Jordan Hicks come back. I don't think the Vikings do that with uh, how they played against the 49ers. I think they're going to be all in and trying to win this division still. Uh, so Kenneth Murray, Josie Jewell, maybe looking into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side who you know dropped two games recently, uh, two winnable games for them as well. They had Devin White and Levante David, upcoming free agents. Maybe they decide to move off of one of their inside linebackers, and maybe that's where the Eagles look. But I think they're going to look at make a move of linebacker more so than I think they make a move at nickel. Even though I love it, I would really love it. I would love to shore up that secondary because I think if you shore up the secondary, you just boosted your pass rush even more. So I would love to shore up nickel, but if not, I think linebacker, getting some linebacking depth in here would be a good move. I can't agree with you more. I'd love to. You know how much I value the linebacker position, so – I yeah, you're the reason why Nicobe Dean's an eagle. <laughs> For the love of God, Howie. Not um, the linebacker. <laughs> um, so obviously this season is nowhere close to last season. We started off really rocky, playing some really bad football games, really sloppy. Uh, except last week we saw kind of a flash of last year's Philadelphia Eagles. Um, what do you think's the biggest hurdle for them? Uh, still going forward in the season so they can uh, get over that and stop playing so many sloppy games. Turnovers. They don't, they have too many and then they don't get them. That's the problem. The, the defense is not getting interceptions and the offense is turning the ball over way too many times. Jalen Hurts is, I don't want to say he's being reckless with it, but he's, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback that always can extend the play no matter what. He can send it with his legs. He can send it with his arm too, no matter what anybody says about him. He can and he, he lives to play until the play is completely dead. And I think that's been a little reckless this year uh, in terms of holding on to the ball too long against the Jets. I mean, those three interceptions against the Jets, I know they aren't, weren't all his fault, but the second interception, he held the ball way too long, and then he ended up getting banged in the arm by Jermaine Johnson. And then the third one was right to the Jets defender. So a lot of this is Jalen Hurts playing uncharacteristic football, turning the ball over the way that he has. That needs to be turned down a little bit. And then at the defense, you can just get the same amount of turnovers in return, this team would look like last year. That's the only problem. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was getting the interceptions, and Jalen Hurts was not giving them. That's the problem. They don't have that this year. Jalen Hurts has been turning the ball over too much. I know they got Kevin Byard now. Hopefully he can bring in that, that missing piece to the secondary to get more interceptions. But if they were able to get turnovers that they were at the ability they were last year and not have as many turnovers as the ability they were last year, they would be the same exact football team, carbon copy of it. But that's the problem right now. That's why they're having so many dogfights, and that's why they're so sloppy is these turnovers, and they can't complete a red zone touchdown to save their lives, it seems like. The red zone offense has to get better, and that's on Brian Johnson. I know a lot of people want to blame Brian Johnson for almost everything on offense. That's not the case because I know Jalen Hurts can be playing better as well uh, when it comes to terms of turnovers. Uh, but Brian Johnson, the red zone, that's all. That's the offensive coordinator. If if you can't get done in the red zone, that's all on the offensive coordinator. Brian Johnson and Jalen Hurts need to find a rhythm down there because uh, if you can't score six in the red zone, you're not going to be beating the Chiefs. You're not going to be beating the Ravens, and you might not beat the 49ers. 
Yeah, I can't agree more with that. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts in the red zone just does not look the same as last year. I don't understand these quarterback design runs in the red zone all the time. Like they they're they're married to them and they just don't work. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I've ever prayed as hard for a deep touchdown to AJ Brown instead of going into the red zone. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts throw it up with AJ Brown double covered than go into the red zone. And that's not always gonna that's not how you win in this league. Those are chance plays. Those are lucky plays. Red zone's supposed to be where you get make your money the most in this league, and they are failing miserably with that. And you know, Jason Kelsey said it himself best. When everybody shows the graphics of Jake Elliott scoring more than some football teams do, he he said it himself, that's an embarrassing stat for the Eagles. That's not something to be proud of. They need to convert in the red zone. They need to stop putting up three and put up six. A hundred percent, because once you get to a, a team like the 49ers with a guy like Christian McCaffrey, it's going to be a big scoring game, and those field goals are not going to help at all. Um, my last question for you is, what team do you think, you know, we're going into probably the roughest part of our schedule uh, after this game tomorrow? Um, so what team do you think serves as the biggest challenge to the Eagles? The Chiefs, that rematch. Telling you that see that game will tell us so much we need to know about not only the Eagles but the Chiefs as well. If we're going to end up playing the Chiefs in a rematch of the Super Bowl, because I'll tell you right now, there's a team in the AFC that is knocking on the Chiefs' door to take them down, and it's the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's playing like the MVP. There's a reason why I keep mentioning these three teams when I'm talking about the top upper uh, echelons teams. These are the teams the Eagles have to worry about, and Lamar and Jalen Hurts is matching up in the Super Bowl would be beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But the matchup that will tell us the most about this Eagles team when it comes down to it is going to be that that week 11 game against the Chiefs. 100%. Can't agree more. I'm really excited for that rematch, and I know a lot of people are. But, Connor, thank you very much for coming on, giving me some of your insight on uh, this game tomorrow. I It's always a blast when I have you on. It's always a blast talking to you. Um, and uh, just thank you again. Yes, sir. Go Birds. 31-27 Go Birds, baby. I still think it's going to be close. You know, Washington always decides to play the Eagle, play football when they play the Eagles. So I think it will be yeah. close still. So I had 31-27. But if they get the turnovers and the sacks, like I'm saying they will, then Washington won't put up more than nine. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, if we can see Washington put up nine and that be it, that would probably make my whole week. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Go Birds, baby. Go Birds, baby.